The people are going to side with me here. I'm I'm sure of it. I can't decide if I want to say something that that could sound really mean. Mm, let's hear about it. You know uh, what? The, yeah. You know what it is? It's, no. a, it's, a, it's like an old expression. It's something that when someone says it to you, you're like, "Okay, thanks." Fuck you. Okay, let's go. You've got a lot to learn. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Brunch. Hit it, boys. Monday and we're pissed. A guy in Toronto edited himself into Love Actually to propose to his girlfriend. And we don't want him to get killed, but eh, natural speak causes. Speak for yourself. Natural yeah. causes would be like a... Yeah, I, I for sure hope that he gets divorced. Yeah, uh, his, yeah. his girlfriend said yes. Now his fiance. He edited himself into Love Actually. In the card scene, yes, the what it's uh, what this story says. Uh, Daily Mail phrases it uh, the iconic oh, scene, uh, the iconic scene that ends with him getting a kiss and then immediately giving up. Yeah, so I hope that that's why I hope that she says yes and then they decide to never talk to each other again. Well, first of all, if he wants to uh, follow the film for accuracy, he has to propose to his best friend's wife. Yes, it has to be to his best friend's wife. Uh, this has to follow about 55 not okay homophobic messages uh, sent. And borderline stalking. Needs to stalk her as well. Yes. He uh, inserted his. Uh, it, it sucks. Like, there needs, lo- lo- there look needs it to up. be like a creepy shrine in like his house that is murder esque, serial killer esque. So he edited it so when they were watching Love Actually, when it gets to that scene, this dopey idiot. And uh, his girlfriend's family are all standing there, like, <laughs> gathered around, like, <laughs> and it's, uh, it's, there's some fucking inside jokes or whatever, but uh, we don't care about that. Uh, uh, I will say that's, that is a really shitty fucking uh, scene, because she has to sit through, like, 60 minutes of the movie before actually getting there. Again, but I don't, I don't find watching Love Actually to be a bad experience. Oh, my God. It is the worst. It is the worst, and I love watching it. <laughs> oh it's, God. But if if I saw that coming, I'd be like, no. No. We're not doing it. You, you could propose. Maybe I'll say yes. <laughs> we're not doing it this way. Uh, she almost slept through the film. That's uh, what it says in the uh, the article. Mm. Can't blame her. Mm. But I will give him credit. Uh, he found a way to propose in his pajamas. That's actually a good call. Uh, how would you, which, which uh, iconic Love Actually scene would you edit yourself into to propose? Uh, pro- probably the airport. The airport, just me just running around, fucking <laughs> violating TSA. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> yeah, just like, I don't know like what the... And then you'd have to edit uh, a young lady into the scene to be the little girl who comes yes. out. Which would honestly be... Equally as problematic as the the one that this guy chose. <laughs> you imagine just Either like, way, like you ma- you imagine just like a whole like whole like airport scene of like an adult doing like fucking gymnastics and shit. And so then that's it, the question. And then the payoff be, is that he proposes to like an eight year old girl. Would it be the one that made the film, or would it be the all the gymnastics? Because that wasn't in it. Remember, all the gymnastics is uh, there were some gymnastics in it. No, there's like a leap, but it's more presented as he makes like a daring leap. Oh, so I think I would go with the deleted scenes. Because the gymnastics was a storyline that they cut out of the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, 
Right. Oh, yeah, that God. wasn't just like there for no reason. Like suddenly the kid can do gymnastics. Well, I don't know. Everything else in this movie is there for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mine would for sure be the funeral scene. I don't remember the funeral. They have, yeah, yeah, the funeral scene, and then they play uh, like the bass oh, rollers there. The, or oh, yeah, the funeral scene, yes, where they play the DVD, the slideshow. Or, yes, or one of the many, uh, uh, you'll never get laid, or like, yes. why don't you get laid uh, kind of things. And I, it would be like, you know, you'll never get laid with a dead wife. And then it would, I would make myself be like, and that's why I hope you never die, honey. Marry <laughs> oh, me. Let's hashtag, let's have sex. Hashtag <laughs> haters gonna say it's fate. Yes, exactly. People uh, took to haters gonna say it's fate, including uh, Bruntouchables, who for sure had already made that joke and actually even tweeted that at me before. So it was probably in my subconscious. Had to have stolen it. Uh, probably didn't think of it myself. So uh, great teamwork, Bruntouchables. I'm glad that you thought of that, and I was able. And you just took to credit. Just take credit. A few weeks later. But yeah, I'm reading the story and I wish it was like, Alan Hughes was watching the film with his girlfriend, blah, blah, of Toronto. The video, video editor used his skills to add himself into the iconic doorway scene where originally Mark professes his love to Juliet with a set of cards. Alan passed away of natural causes later <laughs> that night. Uh, Which, by the way, we haven't talked about this. Uh, I'm not a fan of passed away. It's uh, it's it's very it's reserved. It should be reserved for like very. Um... It's a. It's wrong. It does like it's passed away is uh, like an incorrect thing to say. If if you see somebody uh, write a story and it says so and so passed away, that's in you 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 are supposed to say died. died. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like that should be reserved for like natural causes only. You can't pass away, away is if like you're died. Killed. Right. Like. Passed away is died in their sleep when yeah. they were really, really old. Like, yes. unfortunately, um, like, loved ones I have who got old and got diseases and stuff. Uh, well, I guess if you're super old, then I guess you passed away. But, like, I I don't say, like, so-and-so passed away of cancer. You know? Yeah, like, it, right, it just sounds, yeah, yeah. It sounds weird. And, again, like, I'm not judge. It, it's just wrong. Like, right. they died. Yes. Uh, so, Alan, uh, Alan actually... Alan died. Toughed it out. No, no, <laughs> Alan lived. Uh, against all odds, a person <laughs> edited themselves into love, actually, and then didn't die. So good for him, I guess. Be- Bad for uh, his girlfriend, I think, uh, Maria. Yeah. Bad for Maria. She's got to marry him now. Uh, so it was between either love, actually, or Mrs. Doubtfire. Those um, are the two uh, options. Which Mrs. Doubtfire... I don't know. That's a good question. Mine's easy. Which one? The very beginning. Uh, the party scene? No. Figaro. Okay. When he's doing the... Uh, when he's singing along to the Figaro blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was That's really a, into that when I was There's a, a lot. There's a lot. Oh, man. There's a lot of Mrs. Doubtfire scenes that could really fucking be uh, great. Not the, not the uh, attempted murder scene. The oranges? No, he tried no. to kill. He tries to kill Pierce Brosnan. A yeah, few times. I know. Um, but he, he uh, was so mean to Pierce he, Brosnan in that movie. The guy's allergic to pepper, and he loads oh, up his yeah. meal with pepper. Like that is right. just, if, if Pierce Brosnan dies there, then he goes to jail for the rest of his life. What? Yeah, open what? and shut case. Yes. fucking killed him. What's the What's the iconic Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire scene? Uh, probably cooking. Cooking, or I would say the cake. Uh, where he smashes his face in the cake and yeah. they use it as a mask. Oh, or yeah. 
for me personally, run by fruiting is probably the biggest yes, one, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but the story of how this couple met, the Love Actually couple, is kind of hilarious. Uh, they met four years ago at a Boston pizza restaurant, and Alan says that it wasn't long after that that he knew that they were meant to be. Have you ever had Boston pizza? No, but I heard it's trash. It is really tr- It is unbelievable. The questions that you have about the sauce after is... Oh, God. It just... It really... It tastes like it's strictly tomato paste, which tomato paste is good. I fuck with tomato paste, but it doesn't... It's it's just the... It's bad. I feel like anything that like has the name of a city and isn't popular in that city is yes. suspect. And also, obviously, everyone knows Boston is in no way known for its pizza. No. It's known for its it's pizza in the North End, which is basically imported from Italian. You're right. Like, like good people from Italy who are good at making pizza do it in in Boston sometimes. That's so. That's not a Boston thing. <laughs> no, that's a, it's like a, you go to Boston and get good Italian food. Um, and he said uh, we introduced each other, gave each other a big hug, and sat down to have dinner. Turns out she wasn't hungry, so she just ended up watching me eat. But we sat and chatted for an hour with no stops in our conversation. So he, that is a really weird dynamic. So why for a first was she? Oh, that was their first date. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so many questions. So yeah. I thought you were saying they met at a Boston pizza, which would be been weird because uh, you don't go to a fucking pizza place and just sit there by yourself if you're not going to eat anything. Right. Yeah. Because so that's why I assume that they went together like on a date because why would she there if she wasn't hungry? And immediately, yeah, but still, that's even, that's just as weird. Unless she got there, realized what the date was, and then said, I've lost my appetite. And just <laughs> This guy likes love, actually. I'm not going to And he's eat. like, okay, I'll just... That would be great if she didn't like love, actually. And he... It showed, like, how... What a self-centered idiot he is. He's so, like, yeah, I'm just going to propose in my favorite movie, and yeah. I don't care if you like it. Uh, <clears throat> what would you... Would you insert yourself into any movie or a song? Or perhaps any... Uh, any piece of media to propose? Uh, I would love to inter- insert myself into 500 Days of Summer. But that's like not a proposal movie. Right. I think that every guy has inserted themselves yes. in a mind's yeah. eye into 500 Days of Summer. You'd have to like rework that entire movie to make it fit your proposal, basically. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Like Every day is when the elevator opens for me. So it's Fucking miserable. Yeah. Just like... Looks like maybe at some point you were more put together and now you're just (laughs) rock bottom. Uh, I saw somebody trash 500 Days of Summer uh, with a tweet last week saying that like 500 Days of Summer is the story of a psychopath who listens to the Smiths so loud in an elevator that a person next to him can hear it. Yeah, it's like that's... last time I heard that take, I uh, fell off my dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how that? What did you say? Like last time I heard that, I laughed so hard I fell off my dinosaur. Yeah. Step Brothers, yeah. what a great movie! No, like I saw, I saw that surface, and I saw it get like it had like a hundred retweets or something, and I was like, that was like the first fucking thing that that like haters said back in the day when they saw that. He's wearing studio headphones. Those things are fucking loud, and you can hear them. And if there's one other person in the elevator, Mm -hmm. and she's standing right next to him, which she is, she's going to hear that shit. Uh, What would be your artist that you'd be playing that if a girl remarked, oh, you're listening to this, you'd think, whoa. That's because that's what he says after. He says, whoa. Houndmouth, maybe. I've actually had a huge Houndmouth weekend. Yeah? Yeah, I listen to them a ton. 
I busted them out on the old uh, record player. I made a small little change in my life vinyl-wise, and it has really upped my vinyl playing, which is I got a little uh, thing, and I, I screwed it into uh, the my record player stand thing, and it's just a little thing where you put the record or the uh, the case when you're playing it. So okay. it sits. So on my, I have a little cabinet. So is it like a little display? It's like kind of a it's, little display. It's like thing. a now playing display. Totally. That's exactly what it is. Oh, and that's so awesome. So you got the like left speaker, turntable, right speaker, and then behind it all, you've got the album that's being played right now. Wow. So uh, I woke up on. Um, I drank. I, I drank, I, I drank nonstop this weekend. <laughs> yeah. this weekend. Every fucking Same, waking dude. second, I was fucking drinking. High five. And uh, I woke up on Saturday at, honestly, 2 p.m. Yikes. And he, right, like, <laughs> got up, walked into my living room, and uh, the Foo Fighters <laughs> album was on there. And I had been listening to something else. Uh, before I went out on Friday, so I got out I got home Foo and like put on some fucking Foo Fighters at like four in the morning. Jesus Christ! Yeah, so that's a, so that's a, that's a cool little perk of having that thing because you find out uh, you, who you're playing. But yeah, I had a lot of uh, Houndmouth going. Uh, uh, but Big Cat said that I got him into Houndmouth. Really? Which is yeah, nice little tip nice, of the cap. Nice, nice, nice. You got me into Hellmouth. Yeah, I know. I think I feel like I got everyone into Hellmouth except maybe Jeff. How did you get into Hellmouth? Did Jeff get you into it? Or no, did you I Jim. I uh, had a. I got myself into Hellmouth because I was listening to uh, the band radio oh, on iTunes. Perfect. Yeah, and uh, I caught a, a glimpse of Penitentiary. That's the song was, that made me like them. Yeah, and I was like, hell yeah, and I I dove in. And I was like, holy smokes. Yeah, Penitentiary was the song that I saw. So I got one of my friends in the Hamoth this weekend, and Penitentiary was the song I used. Which is weird because I feel like that song kind of slips under my radar now. Like, it's Definitely. not one that I listen to a lot. The big one, I mean, the big one that everyone likes, obviously, is, or the big one that everyone's heard is Sedona, Sedona. And, uh, and Say It. And Say It, I don't even like listen to a lot. Yeah, same. I but was, I listen to Sedona a lot. Yeah, my go-to is my my favorite Hamo song. Probably, actually, it probably is Penitentiary because that's kind of the the first love. But I love me some uh, Darlin. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Uh, I played a single song uh, on a jukebox at a bar this weekend. Like, yeah, they. I was with uh, like the Barcel guys, and they ha- they. I guess when they go to a bar, they just like put twenty dollars in the jukebox. Yeah, and they just own the music for the entire night. That's that's I've never not done that at a bar. Really? Yeah, it's the only. Yeah, if there's if there's touch tunes, <clears throat> I get I'll I'll pull like I like okay. to say twenty, but I always end up spending like fucking like a thousand dollars on touch tunes. But I usually like I usually do it in in the sense like I'll uh, I'll get touch tunes, I'll play a couple songs, and then like I'll hop back in, play another couple songs. They like put a playlist together. Oh, at the no. beginning of the night. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then when you make it so. When you hear a song that you didn't put on, then you, you're, you're like, like, all right, now there's a competition. <laughs> now, like, fuck this guy. Uh, uh, I played a single song, uh, and it was You Make My Dreams by Hell Notes. Ugh. What do you mean? That's so fucking lame. No, it's not at a bar. That is, like, the best party song. 
No, it isn't. That's yes, like it a, is. Did, like, did you forget to play "Don't Stop Believing"? No. Did you forget to fucking play? What's a, it's cliche, but it is like when that song comes in, everybody's like, "Yes." No, it's not. That's yes, like, it is. That's that's like the the you, you, like you you grin and bear it Hollow Notes song. No, it's not. I fucking love that song. Don't you dare. I like I I love it too, but. God, like you want to put on a good Hall and Oates song that everyone can sing along to. You, you're not, you're not finding out who the fun people are by putting on "You Make My Dreams Come True." You're getting every fucking idiot with "You Make My Dreams Come True." Even Rich Girl, which, as many people know, people who the, the better people will appreciate Rich Girl more. I agree with that, but I'm just trying to like get the bar fucking going at that point. Oh, rich girl would accomplish the same thing with rich girls like too. Uh, I'm too mad quiet, at you right now because you're making me judge you and you should fucking know just to not behave that it's a way. Basic and then song. I wouldn't have to. Yeah, it's a basic song, but it's a fucking so if, banger. If, if you're going to play a basic song, why wouldn't you play Thunder? <laughs> I should have played Thunder. Now I have regrets. Actually, I was at a bar uh, this uh, weekend and. I was walking to the bath, and Thunder was on. Okay. And uh, I was like, nice. And like five minutes later, I was uh, walking to the bathroom, and I saw one of my coworkers, and she was like, oh, my God. Like, this is fucking crazy. Uh, how long have you been here? And I was like, this is about Thunder, isn't it? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, it was so weird. I was say- like, I was telling a story or something. And you came up, and like as soon as I said your name, Thunder started playing. And then as soon as Thunder ended, you, you walked up. out. <laughs> and I was like, well, I was waiting till Thunder was over to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so that's actually n- not a crazy coincidence. I do like the idea of you being you having to excuse yourself every time every time Thunder comes on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I got I gotta go. I'll be back in five minutes. All right, hold on, hold on. I think I'm getting Unzipping the call. your pants yeah. all the, on the way to the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, against all odds, I went to a sporting event this weekend and I didn't hear Thunder being played. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, w- the Barclays Center plays the absolute fucking worst music of all time. Really? And they it's- don't play Thunder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, they just play like super like Axe Body Spray douchey remixes mm. of uh, of songs, mm. and it's terrible. Man, so I'm I'm beaming thinking of Thunder right now, and I'm so fucking disappointed in the "You Make My Dreams Come True" thing. So there's like staples on a jukebox that I always want to play, and it's again, it's like the. You find out where the fun is with these songs. I'm Still Standing is a great jukebox song because it gets everybody up, it gets people dancing, and you, again, you like you find out you find out who the who the winners are there. I'm trying to make myself happy. Uh, you make my dreams is like the happiest song that I can think of. Oh man, that makes me sad because you know more. You know songs that you know better songs. And I fucking love that song. I've always loved that song. Yeah, everyone has. It's again, like it's it's like saying, like man, like don't, don't stop believing. Really puts a <laughs> smile on my face. Like it's it's a good song. Don't stop believing is an unbelievable song. Living on right. a prayer is a fucking unbelievable song. But it just it it it's you can't do it. It's, I I can do it. I did do it. Oh. I'm see, like I'm I'm disappointed in you now. So you go to an ice cream place and you loudly say, "I'll have the vanilla, please." <laughs> 
Yeah, you, 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 you reach for high fives. You're being uh, you're being like anti brunch here uh, because I think you should just do whatever makes you happy. If you want to order a vanilla, order a fucking vanilla. Yeah, you're the one who said like, uh, "Hey, don't have a guilty pleasure." It's a, it's not a guilty pleasure. It's not a guilty pre- pleasure because everybody like likes all... it. But I don't want to. It's like you don't want to order a fruity drink at the bar because other people will judge you or whatever. It's oh like, no, it is way fucking cooler to order a fruity drink at the bar than it is to put "You Make My Dreams" on the jukebox. Yeah, but if that it makes, will get a thousand percent. Right, but that's agreement. like saying don't do something because it, uh, because like other people will think less of you, even if it makes you happy. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you shouldn't think that way. I'm not saying worry about what people think. I'm saying think better. I don't know. I, you, but if you say that everybody loves that song, why do I have to think better? Because it has... It's because you, it's gone mainstream? No, because you've heard it so many times. How can... Sorry. Because you've heard it so many tom, times. How can that refresh you? How can that get you up? How can that... Because the song is so good that it still gets me up every time I hear it come in. But that doesn't provide any break from your day. So you're, so you're going through your day, same old shit... And then you're like, I'm going to get to the bar and continue the same old shit. Like, right? Like, that doesn't, that doesn't no, amp you up. No, there, there was a lot of music that I, like, hadn't heard before, like, that night. So yeah. it was, like, a, it was a bringing in the classic, bringing in my classic. Again, and, and now that's weird. Now, like, you make my dreams isn't, like, somebody's fucking thing. It's, again, it's, it's like saying, like, you know what I do in the morning? I have coffee. I watch the news. <laughs> it's my little ritual. I have I do coffee. It. The neighbors say, oh, who's that with the news on? Must be fucking Newsy McWatcher. I'm not saying that it's, that it's my thing. It's a fucking song that I love. And it makes me fucking happy. And uh, if you can't be happy for me for that, then I'm mad at you. I'm not. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not happy for you. <laughs> I'm like really... That's like, oh, and people are going to respond to this now and be like, I can't believe DJ doesn't like you make my dreams. I do, but a person can't get excited about that anymore. That's like, not true. How can, it's like saying that water, water fucking rules, <laughs> but water, I don't fucking tell people about how I had water the other day. Yeah. Okay. Like, it wasn't like, like I was bragging. I know, but but it excited you. I'm I'm just I'm I'm very surprised. It did excite me because when you get one play on the jukebox and you play like a song that that you love, that's yeah. exciting to you. But you love so many songs. I love you make my dreams, and it would it would be a crazy. I will tell you this: it is your behavior is very unusual for someone who has experienced anything in their life (laughs) like that's like my mom if she were a million times less cool or had never or had lived underground for a thousand years would be excited about that but even that's my mom and she needs to she would need to tone it down a million steps before like i'm afraid were people like good call on the on the selection bud yeah Oh my god! Yeah, and the bar went. The bar was living for it. So, and then once once it was done, did the the country pop cover band uh, <laughs> no. take over, or no, did they let you no. keep playing songs in the jukebox? Yeah, no, I didn't play anymore. But did you do fireball shots? <laughs> no, while I, I did not. I think somebody else. I think there was fireball shots at one point, but I did fireball not. shots are cool. 
They're fine. Fireball shots are way more tolerable than getting excited over fucking... Oh, you're the worst. Oh, man, that's... So do you... Do you, like, not know other Hollow Notes? I do. Man. Like, even as 80s Hollow Notes goes, like, Maneater would be way fucking cooler. Yeah, but I'm not trying to be, like, the fucking... Maneater is more exciting. That would, would, like, ramp up the party more. I don't know about that. And I'm not trying to be, like, the fucking cool guy being like, look, I know this song, and with my fucking hand on the jukebox. Right. But I'm going to... If you put on... If somebody puts on You Make My Dreams Come True, and this isn't just me, this isn't just my friends, anybody I know is talking through it. They're they're not even going to remark, like, ooh, shit, jam alert. They'll... Because, like, we love it. We all experience it. But it's not... It's not any different from the rest of our day because we probably heard you make my dreams come true during that day anyway. I mean, then I'm jealous of you because I never hear that song during the day. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. You you don't. You don't. Only when I watch 500 Days of Summer like three times a day. Right. So yes, exactly. So you (laughs) hear it three times a day. Man, that's that's a surprise. And again. I'm not judging. I'm just telling you like that you should be judged for this. No. And I, I'm, gonna, I, I'm the no. one to do I, it. I think the, the listeners are going to side with me on this one, uh, as they should. The jukebox is made for like well, classic it's mainstream like a, hits. It's like a... For the most part. Unless you're at a... Uh, uh, wh- where, were we, where were we when we just fucking played Heim? Uh, <laughs> Watch you back like 19 times Tasty in a row. Burger. Tasty, Tasty Burger. Burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. I'm just... The people are going to side with me here. I'm, I'm sure of it. I can't decide if I want to say something that, that could sound really mean. Mm, let's hear about it. You know, uh, what, the, yeah. you know what it is? It's, no. a, it's, a, it's like an old expression. It's something that when someone says it to you, you're like, okay, thanks. Fuck you. Okay, let's go. You've got a lot to learn. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> like, that's the only takeaway. And I, I've never thought this before. I've never. Man. Okay. Weird. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, the rest of this episode is going to be really awkward. Hmm. Fuck you. Uh, here's something that I wanted to discuss. I had a kind of a, a mini fight over it uh, in California last week. Uh, do you think that when you when somebody goes to the bathroom and then you follow closely behind and you pee, does that reactivate a smell in that bathroom? What? No. <laughs> what? Okay, so like if somebody takes like a fucking big dump. Oh, okay. And in a toilet and it's like still sort of fresh. Yeah. And you go in and you And you, like you sh- pee on it? You pee in the toilet. Do you get like a whiff of like a shit smell? I don't know, possibly. I think that that's a thing and I had to argue uh my case for it uh with multiple people. And it was very frustrating because I for sure think that that's a thing. So this is me helping you out. So I gave, just gave you a lot of tough love that you totally deserved. Like, I think everyone heard that last part and they were kind of making this kind of face of like, love them, but, but yikes, Pete kind of face. This is me defending you now and saying all these haters are going to hear what you just said yeah. and say, I took a huge shit in the bathroom and no one would buy my excuse afterwards. And I don't think that's what actually happened. I think that, that you actually experienced that where you pissed and yeah, no, I, would, that smell. I for sure wouldn't be like, no, I didn't shit. Right. I did not shit. <laughs> that's uh, like there was an SNL thing of uh, it's like a pill 
for uh, making your dick smaller, <laughs> and the people in it are like teenagers, and it's like, is your penis too big? Don't you wish that you could just make it regular size or even a little smaller? Well, take this pill. We did. We had penises that were way too big. And now, because we chose to take this pill, we have penises that are just like a little below average. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, no, I, I think that there's something to um, – the big thing with smell for me is movement. You don't smell something unless – it moves or right, so like maybe there's like poop particles there, and, and they're getting like when, shaken up, right? And then when you piss in there, even though a lot of it has gone down the toilet, that you got those like invisible micro particles thing, and you, uh, yeah, you, you make those things dance, and then I could see that, I could see that. Okay, I, um, well, this came up because uh, I was at a bar and it was like late, and uh, and so here's the thing about uh. California, like a lot of, uh, especially San Francisco, a lot of the uh, the bars have, are gender ne- gender neutral bathrooms. Oh, nice! So they have like gender neutral, and then they have like out outdoor not outdoor, but like out of the bathroom sinks, like a communal sink. Yeah, it's it's very it's a strange setup. It's something to get used to. But uh, when I got to L.A., there was a like, guys and girls, okay. and it was uh, it was like there were single bathrooms, so it was just a toilet in either one. Uh, and I really, really had to go, so uh, I did the old uh, I'm gonna go in the women's bathroom, designated nice. women's bathroom. So I did. I was like, what's the worst that could happen? Uh, a lot of girls use the men's bathroom. I saw a girl use the men's bathroom earlier in the night. So. Uh, I'm all for equality. I'm a mm-hmm. feminist. I'm going to use the women's bathroom. Uh, and I got in there uh, in the toilet. Bloody tissue. Okay. That was clearly used. You're going to get that. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, and so I came back. They were like, why didn't you just pee on the tissue and push it? It was like stuck to the side of the bowl. They were like, ah. why didn't you just pee on the tissue and, and move it into the bowl? And I was like. I'm not reactive. I, I was afraid of reactivating any smell. I didn't want to find out about that. And so, like, oh no, got- yeah, yeah. So, so you're right there. Yeah, like that would have, like, whatever was going on with that, you would have brought that back to life. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, they were like, "What are you talking about?" That's a good way of putting it, rather than reactivating, like bringing it to life. Right. Yeah. Like, like now that's resuscitating. Back. Yeah. <laughs> like you, it's uh, it's now animated. It's, re- yes. it's reanimated. Yeah, I'm not doing that. And that, so th- that is a power, though, that guys uh, do have. They can just like move stuff around <laughs> with, with their, their piss. Pee. Yeah. They it's can like just like reorganized. It's like the situation. old carnival game where you like where you like squirt the water right, gun into like the, the clown's along. mouth. Yes, yeah. 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 Uh, so I was for sure not doing that, and they could not understand my my logic. So uh, I had to. I was a lone wolf there. So I much prefer you choosing to have that conversation at a bar to you putting on <laughs> you make my dreams at a bar. Okay. So. Uh, I like the idea. I mean, I I like gender neutral bathrooms. Yeah, it was, a it was because fine. I'm woke, not to <laughs> brag. Uh, but B because it forces guys to hurry the fuck up. To no, just to fucking. Uh, well, that's never the fucking issue with guys. It forces guys to be like, hey, uh, women are gonna come in here. Oh right, so, be respectful. Yes, exactly. Be don't respectful. Don't fucking fire hose it. Don't right. Don't move stuff around. <laughs> yes, um, I like it because you because you get to root for like every bathroom yeah because you're just waiting for any of them to open up which is nice yeah 
That's why porta potties rule. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was. This is this. There's no extra thing to this, but I smelled the worst bathroom I've ever smelled Ooh. in my life this weekend. It was so. What did it horrible. smell like? It was. I didn't. I was like, this is. I can do. I can deal with poop. I can deal with like it was just overwhelming piss smell. Yeah. What I cannot do is vomit. What it was was apparently the strongest vomit oh, anyone's God. ever seen. Uh, my friend ended up going into the stall where it came from, and because people were like, "Don't go in that one. Don't oh, go in that one." Go. And my friend accidentally walked in on it, and he came back from the bathroom, and he was like, "Holy shit! Did you see what was on the stall all the way to the right?" And I was like, "All anyone was saying was don't go in there. Why?" He was like, because they weren't saying it when I was in there, oh, and it was god. the oh my god, it was. Ugh. Do you, does like does does smell attach to people? Because I always have the fear that like if I hang around too long in a yeah. bathroom that smells awful, that I'm gonna walk out and people are gonna be like, that guy just took a huge shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> or if you're in uh, an Uber that smells really really bad, and you're on your way to something, maybe you're on your way to to meet someone, mm. and you're you get in the Uber and you're and like, it smells no! like bo, and you're yeah. like. Does that happen? Does it attach yourself to you? I don't know. There, so there was obviously the famous Seinfeld episode about that, the but BO, I don't know if yeah. that was scientific. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, that worries me. I still have yeah. fears about that. Yeah. Um, I don't think that um, if someone like farts near you, I don't think that attaches no. to you. I but it's got to be like, like a very co- watered down. But it's got to be like a closed space where right. you're like trapped with that smell. Right. Because I mean, theoretically, if you spray cologne on yourself. It's because you have added a smelly thing. You've like put a smelly thing on you. Yeah. But if it's totally, yeah, I don't know. Like if it's in the air, because where can you come from where you smell like that place? You know, like if you go to a pizza place, you don't necessarily smell like pizza. But But you can. But if you go to McDonald's, then you smell like McDonald's for like five months. Yeah. Uh, I had McDonald's twice this weekend, not to brag. Yes. Uh, um, but I texted you uh, when you were in New York. And I was he's like, like, hey, I'm walking here. Are you having a big New York coffee? Are you blah, blah, blah? And you responded like, yep. And it was a picture of McDonald's. Uh, so on the way back, I took the bus home. Uh, on the way back, they stopped at a, at a rest stop. And they stopped in the parking lot of a Burger King. Mm-hmm. And right across the street, directly across the street, oh, was a exactly McDonald's. Oh, I know exactly the bus you took. Oh, yeah? yeah? It was yeah. a Bolt bus. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so stopped at a Burger King in the parking lot across the street. Like It was like a, like a, it was like a busy like two-lane highway. Yeah. And, uh, and I was one of two people that crossed the street because I was like, I have fucking standards. I'm yes. not going to Burger King. I crossed the street, went to McDonald's. Me and some other guy, we kind of just like looked at each other and we were like, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, pros. Yeah, we're like we're good guys. And Everybody then when else you trash. In, there was a jukebox there, and you put on your <laughs> yes, dreams, and yeah. he was like, "Ugh, never mind. I'm going to Burger King." <laughs> <laughs> this guy was so close to being cool. Uh, so, and then I got back on the bus, and everybody was fucking eating Burger King, and they were doing the worst thing in the world. There was multiple people doing the worst fucking thing in the world, and that is eating loudly and then fucking sucking each individual finger. Oh. After they do it, that is the m- fucking most disgusting thing ever in any situation. But on a bus, it is like ten times worse. I was in trapped in fucking hell, dude. I did. I t- I took the uh, I took that bus to New York a few months ago, and uh, it was one of those jobs where I think I oh I told you this. Um, I was on. Um, I I was in like one of the last rows. I had a row to myself. Awesome. 
The the bus was loading up. Last no row was sitting there. Sketchy on a bus though because uh, no, it wasn't the poop. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was so I was in probably like the fifth or sixth last row. Like so, I was like towards the back, and two people get on the bus. Mm. Um, a young black boy and an old white woman. Okay. There has never been an easier choice for who you want to sit next to you <laughs> yep. there. And the old white woman is in the front. By the way, that in case anyone didn't understand what the easy choice there, <laughs> that was not racist. <laughs> you for sure do not yes. want an old white woman. You want the you want the person you want the, that anything had anything that is not the old white woman. <laughs> you want uh, the least uh, the the lower percentage of somebody bringing a tuna sandwich. And, yes, and that is the young black man. Right, like. Uh, We'll cut that because that was accidentally stereotypical. Which there, there's what no, do you mean? There's no black people don't eat tuna stereotype, right? But yeah. old old white people fucking love tuna. Yeah, they eat gross food. Oh no, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But anyway, so um, so the I don't think the, black the, people the, would be offended if I was like they don't eat tuna. If you said that any person doesn't eat tuna, then you're paying them a compliment. Tuna's exactly, that's gross. what I'm saying. Uh, but anyway. Um, also, I will say the only tuna that I don't like is uh, is like the canned sort of tuna, like raw tuna, mm-hmm. like sliced. Yeah, dope. That's well, that, isn't that like uh, it's like meat. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so the old woman is in front, so she's got fucking first choice, and me and this kid are like making eyes at each other, and I'm like, I want you to come sit here so badly, <laughs> and he's like, man. If if I can, and we're just having this conversation with our eyes, and she fucking comes, sits next to me. She had McDonald's. She eats McDonald's. Like an hour and a half later, we stop at Burger King. She gets Burger King. Oh no! And then sits next to me. I'm like, how much fucking fast food are you going <laughs> to eat today, lady? <laughs> it's like, how quick are you trying to kill yourself, lady? Right. And it was the worst. And th- this kid was a couple rows over, and I'm just looking at him, just like. He's just fucking hanging out. I'm like, that's all I wanted. <laughs> We're just a fucking kid, like my age, that could just sit there. And because I was being peaceful, I wasn't eating anything. I had like my water, I had my headphones. I was being totally fine. And ah, uh, I wanted. The, I'm sorry. I'm like, ma- I was like making up uh, like backstory for this guy, and like he fuck, he's a fucking med student, and he's <laughs> just. He's like the perfect guy. We would have hit it off if we wanted to talk to each other, but if not, it's, totally cool. You gotta like post like a misconnection on Craigslist now. Yeah, just be like you were the guy that wasn't my fucking nightmare woman. <laughs> you, you're the one that got away. Yeah. Uh, uh, here's a cool thing that I'm uh, that happened to me in uh, in L.A. that I'm totally gonna steal. Uh, I was at a bar and I was like hanging out outside, or I was looking outside the window, and then all of a sudden, this fucking dude comes bombing down the hill in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And like full full ass speed, uh, and then once he reaches the bottom of the hill, throws on the brakes, hops out of the wheelchair, walks into the bar. Uh, was his name Johnny Knoxville? <laughs> no, I wish, but it was the fucking coolest thing to see at like twelve thirty when you're like not blackout, but like like very buzzing, and you, that is just not at all what you would ever expect. It was the coolest thing in the world. Everybody was like, "Holy shit, that was the best entrance ever." So was he, so he was like abusing the wheelchair, correct? I think that like it looked like he just like cuz he just like abandoned the wheelchair after yeah. hopping out of it. I feel like he just like found it and was like, "I'm going to ride this to the bar." 
Interesting. So people, I remember in college. Now that I think about it, that could be problematic. Oh, because he just took sure, somebody else's wheelchair. Yeah, it was for sure problematic. Like I, I, I can't believe that people didn't get mad at that guy. But he, it was tough to get mad at him because he like used it in the best way possible. <laughs> like if he if he had just like rolled the best himself way possible would be to transport a handicapped person. N- not true because I've done that and I almost uh, lost my life because of it. How? Remember in Boston when you ditched me and I was just pushing a man in a wheelchair oh, yeah. like eight blocks down the wrong way? Yeah. And like almost got jumped. What I'm, so one of my <laughs> friends a couple weeks ago recalled a time that I did that to her as well. And I was oh, like, God. oh, yeah, I do kind That's of do your this thing. all the time. No, but it was a total accidental thing. It was like uh, I'm going to take an, an Uber back. She was going to take the, uh, the, uh, the, the T. And like I literally like walked her to the T, like fucking so you paid did your for job. It, like to get her to the door, and she was like, "Dude, go, I'm fine. Get your Uber. I'm all right, totally so cool. that's and not I was your like, fault. All right, so okay, cool. And even as I went up and got the Uber, I was like, I know that I like made sure she was all right and everything, but still, I just kind of feel yeah. weird about it. And then it's, later, well, no, she it's, told, it's oh, not like a, it's not like a drop a person off at home situation where you, you know, it's very well, polite it to been. wait till they get in the door it and then you leave. So she was telling the story uh, a couple weeks ago and her phone died as soon as I went upstairs and there was and the tea didn't come so she was just stuck down Ooh. there for like a while and I had despite my best efforts fucking stranded this person and people were like coming up to her and bugging her and harassing her and I was like Man, even when I try not to do that, <laughs> I do that to but people. But I feel like you you fulfilled your obligation at that point. Um, it sounds like this person was very irresponsible with th- their planning. Well, we were both fucking disastrously drunk. Yeah, but I mean, like, it, it's easy to, to not put yourself in that situation. One, have a fucking phone. I, like, if, if, if your phone dies, that's on you. you go out with, like, 100% charge. Yeah. But, that's, yeah. But it was like a concert, so mm. people snapping photos, stuff like that. Like, I, I mean, I was probably... Taking enough pictures at a concert to make your phone die? Right. I had probably like 91%. <laughs> so yeah. I was I, I was doing fine. But yeah, it was... It's on her. Yeah. It was a terrible story to hear back. And then like, it, it was a story of how she eventually found her way to a charger. And like an hour later, how she was able to call one of her friends. And Jesus. this whole fucking thing. Why didn't you just take a cab? Like, it, there, she said she was looking for a cab, and there were no cabs. And man, you I don't, did you experience the days of uh, trying to find a cab? Yeah, it There's sucks. The worst. It sucks. Mm-hmm. I uh, man, there are so many nights like in Boston that I thought I was going to freeze to death because you're just standing outside. All the bars are out, and there's no fucking. Also, cabs. like. Like the the days of uh, pre Uber, mm-hmm. where you're like going out for the night, and you're like. I don't know. Should we call a cab? Like calling a cab from home is yeah. a fucking process. Oh yeah, that's the worst. I, yeah, I would, I would call a cab at a party, and it would just never fucking work. And yeah, yes, that is like that is the biggest thing that we take for granted for for Uber is just that you can be like, all right, calling an Uber now, and you just fucking use it on your phone, and then they show up right to your goddamn door. Like back in the day, I understand why people got DUIs. Right. Uh, <laughs> Now there's no fucking excuse because it's so goddamn easy to not drive drunk. Other than the time that we almost died, have you actually had like that many terrible Uber experiences? Uh, no. Yeah, I haven't either. One of my coworkers was saying 
she had like fucking 90 stories that she just fucking rattled off back to back to back to back to back. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Is it because she's a woman? No, she was. She's had bad luck. What is? Oh, oh, like like Uber drivers, like like harassing her. Yeah. I thought, okay, I don't know. Just the way you. It's it's always fun to to put the emphasis on woman when you're saying something because it can mean anything. Yeah, like you could be like, yeah, that oh, could have easily, oh, that easily oh, you're could've... saying that she had stories because she's a woman. Yeah. DJ, right to jail. <laughs> no, I meant like, was she like harassed by a male driver or something? No, like it, it wasn't that she was said that uh, one time uh, an Uber driver was wearing headphones and she asked if he could take them out, and he was like. Uh, can you mind your own business? Mm. And she was like, "Oh, it's just like you're you're really not supposed to do that. I think that's that's illegal." I see. I've seen and a lot was, of Uber drivers do that. I would absolutely say that. Really? Yeah. But I, but that like, is the, so fucking dangerous. But the thing is, like, I don't know if they're playing music or anything. Like, it could just be they like to have their headphones plugged in in case somebody calls them. Even so, that achieves the same thing. Having headphones in still cuts off. Like, it's like a sensory thing. Uh, I don't know, like, earbuds, like, the Apple uh, earbuds, like, if they had fucking studio headphones on, I'd be like, uh, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, that's probably an issue. Uh, but if they have, like, the earbuds, I feel like that doesn't cut off it too totally much. It totally does. Really? And, and, and it's not just, like, a hearing thing. It's just, like, where your mind is and where your focus is. Oh. So even if you're hearing all the same things, like, yeah, it's super, super dangerous. Hmm. Don't fucking do that. Um... But yeah, she said that she's had like multiple people do that. Uh, she said that like she just had like a million stories. I was like, uh, one time a guy almost got me killed, but that was it. <laughs> yeah, and he didn't. So right. he was pretty awesome. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> saved uh, my yeah. life by not getting me killed. Yeah, Uber is uh, Uber is great. Do you use Lyft? Uh, I feel like there's I like have a, before. I feel like there's like a push for Lyft now, where it's like if you use Uber. I've been judged, but like, you use Uber? I use Lyft. That was a really fucking stupid thing. Like, I remember when that happened. Everyone was like, cancel Uber, blah, blah. Uh, like, Lyft did the same fucking thing. But Lyft just uh, capitalized on being, like, uh, Uber was a lot more transparent in jacking up prices to the airport for those protests. And Lyft... Lyft was less transparent, but and then once Uber, once people started getting on Uber for it, Lyft was like, "We'll give everyone free rides to the airport," and people were like, "Yeah, fuck Uber." And I thought that, that was very, very uh, sneaky and uh, exploitative of Lyft. So I don't know. People, I get, I get mad when people don't fucking read into things or weigh things or fucking put some actual thought into stuff like oh, what's i won't say it well um, let's put it on record yeah very pro uber uh, not necessarily like i like they could both be they're both probably shady companies for right but what do i know. care they're a means they're an ends to a, a means but what to do it. i care like i call i call i push a button on my phone a car shows up and drives me so that i don't have to drunk drive and, that is a blessing right and it's I mean, for sure, hate the highest person person at the corporation. I mean, I think that the Kathy family sucks my balls all the time, and they hate it because that makes them gay. But Chick Fil A, I'll st- like. I don't. I don't want the right. guy working at Chick Fil A to not fucking have a job. You know, right? And it's, it's like a, if you're gonna hate the highest person up at a company and just like boycott that products, you're gonna you're, you're not gonna use anything, right? But, but again, if you want to, it's your fucking prerogative. As long as you're not fucking getting excited about playing fucking you make my dreams at a bar and like yeah, guess what i fucking did i did my cool move Ugh, man that was a <laughs> um, uh, silicon valley 
is back and Barry premiered. What do we think of them? Uh, Barry was like surprising. Uh, I wasn't. Barry was fine. Yeah, I thought. I think that it was. Shows promise, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I thought it was fine. Um, it's a lot darker than I expected it to be. Hmm. Like, because it. I mean, it built itself as a comedy, and I mean, it, for sure, there were comedic parts of it, but it was like pretty dark. Oh no! Like start. I, I didn't think it. I actually didn't think it was supposed to be really. Like yeah, like I. There were there weren't any laughs in the preview. There was like just the there was the one uh, commercial line, and that was the only. That was like one of two jokes the whole time. I thought it was like going for like a Breaking Bad, like really fucking dark kind of thing. But I I thought that they were gonna do like uh like like the uh, the hits were gonna be like kind of funny. Um, yeah. And like just because it's Bill Hader, I figured that there would be like a little more like because he's not funny in the first episode, right? Uh, so I figured there would be like a little more, uh, be a little more lightness to it, but yeah, for sure not. It is very dark. Yeah, like it's like I, I think that that it'll be quirky, and there there I think that there will be funny moments yeah. with the hits or whatever. But yeah, but, like uh, I, but, I, I that's why I was excited about it because it's clearly Bill Hader trying to do like this like dark fucked up kind of thing versus the same thing he sort of always does yeah i mean i'm definitely excited for it i thought the the premiere was just okay um, yeah i don't need steven root ever oh that's the um that's the guy from the uh the office off, was he office from space. office space yeah, yeah. um no i like him uh i also like the uh the guy from the first season of true detective who, who is that the the big guy who uh, he plays the the guy riding the lawnmower, like the the killer, the Yellow King. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. He he's very creepy. So nice. he's the dude who wants the hit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, yeah. No, I feel like there's a there's obviously got to give it time, but I feel like there's a lack of supporting cast around Bill Hader. No, I think that I, I think that Henry Winkler Hen- Henry Winkler I thought was the best part of that. Yeah, episode. he. I mean, he's like a. He is perfect for that role. It feels like. And uh, homegirl who I don't know who that is. I, I she's some like she holds some significance, uh, and I don't know what I know her from or whatever. But when you saw her in, in the the credits, whatever her name is, you're like, oh yeah, fuck, that's that's her. Your favorite, uh, Melissa Villasenor made. An I appearance. almost texted you in all caps. Stop putting <laughs> Melissa Villasenor in. Stuff. Uh, you are like the second person that I've that i know of that like cannot stand her presence i feel like well, like, I, I have a very limited did. exposure to her yeah but like i feel like a lot of people don't like her she will she was like super i gotta look this up but she did something that was like super racist really yeah and okay well, i just figured that it was because of her voice is like really great well, she, yeah she has like a it's a very abrasive voice right and it's like how much can you really like Gilbert Gottfried? You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, that kind of yeah. thing. Like, like he can do some cool stuff, but ultimately, you really don't want to watch a ton of Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, same kind of not his real voice. There. What's that? That's not his real voice. Really? Yeah. That's like a character voice. Really? And yeah. He just like ramps it up like crazy. Yeah. I mean, if you if you uh, it's on YouTube, but if you go. Um, he left a message to Howard Stern, I think, mm-hmm. uh, and it was like him and his like regular voice, and they played the voicemail on the air. Yeah, and it is wild. He has a very normal voice. Well, speaking of voices and Melissa Villasenor, she is like crazily talented. 
With Singing? like the voices she can do. Oh, like impressions, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she can do Which was weird because like when they when she was on crashing, yeah. the impressions that she did weren't that good. Um, who did she do? She did uh Christina Aguilera, she which is awesome. Um she she uh her her Luke Wilson is like fine or Owen Wilson, whatever fucking Wilson. I, I will never learn which fucking Wilson is the, which. the the one who goes, Wow. Is wow. Owen Wilson? Wow, wow. that's um, a pretty good. It's pretty good. What? You're your Owen Wilson? Yeah, it's just like uh, there's like a, it's more. There's a lot more A's in it than uh, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you seen the uh, the fucking lightsaber? Yes. Thing? yes. Wow, wow, wow. Um, yeah. Fuck that. Whatever his name is, he's. Good. I don't know. Anyway, Silicon Valley. Uh, Silicon Valley was uh, was it good? Let me think. Um, oh, it? I like the the is his name Duncan. New character. Duncan. Who's Duncan? The uh, slice line guy. Oh, you like that guy? I love him. I because did not like that guy. I want, so who knows what's going to happen with uh, Master of None if we'll ever get that again? Because we we still can't figure out whether or not Aziz is resting in peace or not. Um, but uh, I loved the Dev Ravi dynamic in that show. That is, I mean, that's unbelievable. Like you got you got that vibe that, in, that, the, in this. Yeah, like just immediately, Richard is like, oh, I fucking hate this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's he's energetic, he's excited, but he but he's not necessarily the annoying guy. I, I don't know. Like just, he, like he is not jaded. Like he's excited about being in Silicon Valley, about his startup. Yeah, and like. Richard is, has seen too much shit, right? To be like, oh fuck this guy, he is way too positive, right? Yeah, I I, I like that. So hopefully he's around. Uh, I thought the the girl that owned the other company was she was fine. Fine. Yeah. Like I think that she can be. I I don't know. Like I, I Richard needs to have, um, not necessarily like nemeses, but. Uh, Work obstacles, and I think that those two can. I need. Uh, I need slow him down quite a bit. I need Jin Yang to be uh, to be ramped up a little bit. Yeah, uh, he needs to. Be, I, I want. Well, he's to, on his way to being a fucking murderer. He's, he's on just his like way getting to, like worse and worse and worse. They're gonna. Yeah, they're gonna make him into like the new Ehrlich. But like, I don't want like a carbon copy of Ehrlich. I just want. I want Jin Yang to be like the dude who fucks fucks with them just right. to fuck with them. Right. Like, don't just. Like just because he's getting Ehrlich's minutes doesn't mean, mean that, that he has, he has to, to play the same Ehrlich. position. Yeah. You know, um, I did fucking love the uh, the the open, which was the yeah. scene with the office. Yeah, that that scene was fucking unbelievable. Yeah, um, <laughs> and they made Jared look so goddamn white. Yes, in that scene, he was a goddamn ghost. He blended in with the walls. Uh, Everything about that scene was, was was perfect. It does. The show does feel though like it's repetitive. It's well, no, it it's been feeling like that. Yeah, um, but it feels like the kind of later Office seasons where everybody's kind of more of a character caricature of themselves than they were before, and you're like, I I, I just don't expect it, this this show to be as good as it has in the past. Yeah. I think it's for sure peaked, but much like The Office, I'm willing to put up with it because I love it so goddamn much. Yeah, I, that's pretty much where I, I stand as well. Like, I, I like all the parts of it, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not expecting 
um, like anything. Like I, I know what to expect to expect from it usually. Right. Like we, it's been a while since we've gotten one of those like. Like, like the last time the show really wowed me was the wow. <laughs> wow. Last time the show wowed me. <laughs> yeah, the last time it did that was when they spent the entire episode planning the heist <laughs> that's and then the fucked best. it up <laughs> yeah. in the last minute. Uh, that was the best. That's like that's uh, was that last season or the season before? I I don't remember at this point. Yeah, but that is uh, it felt like forever ago. That's probably the best episode of the last couple seasons, easily, mm-hmm. uh, or the best episode of like the post uh, Diamantopolis era. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I find myself like really just what I was like I'm putting pressure now every time I see a new character. Like I need them to be like uh, the Gabe or the somebody who can or like the the Aaron, the somebody who can kind of come in and give it new life because yeah. it, it does need that so fucking badly. Yeah, and they've I think that they've gone back to the well too many times with Gavin. Like yeah. Gavin is not funny anymore yeah. because they've used all that shit a million times and you can see where it's going every time. I remember remarking that I didn't even crack a smile at him firing uh homegirl. And yeah. that would have been really funny in the in the earlier seasons. seasons. Yeah. yeah, it's like they've done that shit so many times, and it's like don't need Hoover I, I, either. Like Hoover? Hoover is so played out. Oh, the uh, the, his the, like a, his henchman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that guy's funny though. Yeah, he he can uh, he he can pick his spots. Yeah, but like it's it's just the same thing every, every time. single time. Yeah. Um, uh, fuck. What else was I gonna say? Um. Oh, I thought I, I don't think he is, but when they, I, I thought that the uh, the stallions were funny yeah. every time they made reference to them. I know, I and reckon- I thought that one of them was Ruby from Love, and I would have been so happy, but I don't think it was him. Wait, I think it is because oh, I, really? yeah, because I recognized him. I was like, where do, where the fuck do I know that guy from? I'm pretty sure it's Ruby from Love. Really? Yeah. The first shot was uh, the guy who just keeps fucking wiping yeah. his nose. Yeah, yeah. I'm so pretty it's sure like that's him, him with facial hair. I'm pretty sure that's him, yeah. I hope it is. Armin Armin Whiteson. Whitesman hmm. is his name. Um, doesn't look like he's showing up in the credits. Fuck! I know, I'm very upset. Uh, maybe he just like hasn't got his uh his billing yet. No, that's not it. It's not him. Damn it! Fuck. 